know you're on to oh I like serial killers. <laughs> I think they're real cool guys. Just... A lot of people seem to think Ted Bundy's a real cool guy. That's what I got out of the well, that's uh, to bring tapes. Up is um yeah, a lot of people thought he was great. Um, but he just seemed like a jerk, first of all. And a lot of people have said he's a jerk. But that was the big conversation when it came out, right? It was like Ted Bundy's not hot. Yes he is, blah blah blah. Some of those pictures he looks like Andy Kaufman. Yeah, he does got a Kaufman vibe about him, doesn't he? So that's the thing is, um, everything I read about up until recently, it wasn't that Ted Bundy was hot or attractive. That's what got him to kill people or got him ingratiated to kill people. Yeah. Is he was just a normal, average dude who was kind of charming and wimpy, so people weren't afraid of him. Yeah, and he like tricked people into most of the time, right? Oh, yeah. uh, my arm's broken. I need help to my car. Yeah. He He's was, not. That's not about him being charming. It's about him like not being playing on weaknesses. Yeah. yeah. And playing on preying on sympathies. Yeah. The other thing too, I find it really hard because everybody talks about even like the judge in the case. Well, that guy's a bitch for Ted. Ted yeah, no shit. But like, oh, he's so smart, he's so clever, he could have done so much more with his life. First of all, it's not that hard to kill people, just random people. The cops are not designed; they're not good at solving crimes mm-hmm. if it's not like someone related to the person. It, it's right. just it's it's not hard to be a serial killer, guys. Yeah, a lot. Most murders go unsolved. You go, you check the statistics on that. That's why serial killers can get away with it so long because they're usually not connected to the victims. Um, yeah, like he's uh, Ted Bundy's not cool. Like I want to, I want to talk about like the one, like the one sheriff in like uh, the Colorado prison that let him escape through the light fixture. Yeah, he's oh, right. he escaped through a, a area we thought was cool, quite secure. I should not have a job any longer. Yeah. <laughs> it was in the sheriff's like closet. Yeah. Uh, another thing is they don't. Uh, <sighs> Another, I think another thing that caused the the rift on the internet, people arguing about this, is uh, Zach Efron. Well, that, but they didn't go into any of the details of the crimes, really. No, and, and they they kind of gloss over his they, sexual assault part, right? They really need to mention, like, oh yeah, one time he kept one of the women's head for a few days and performed oral sex on it. He'd go back to the body several times in a couple weeks and have sex with the body. He tried to eat some people, but didn't like it. Like he's a fucked up weirdo. Like, he's not cool. <laughs> but yeah. They really glossed over, like, the gruesomeness of the crime. And you could say, like, maybe that's some poor taste. But I think them not covering the gruesomeness of the crime... It makes and then talking like, up about how smart Ted Bundy yeah, fucking was? It makes him seem like some sort of serial killer savior or some bullshit. Like, nah, he's fucking eating people and having <laughs> sex with corpses. He's a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but uh, you know, if only he had stuck to the law, he could have been a great lawyer. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then they open up the documentary with, like, oh, the Manson family. As if they, that's even on par with Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy is so much worse than the Manson family. Mm-hmm. It's fucking dumb. Netflix is just... It's like, man, let's make a slick documentary. It's going to have good cinematography. People going to love it. Talk about it on the internet. I don't even care what it's about. <laughs> Moitas. Oh, by the way, this is Space Force. I'm Sean. I am Kyle. This is Space Force. We're all uh, about space and force. I was gonna, I've man, I'm really bad about preparing for this shit because I was gonna print out like our Patreon shit because we got a Patreon. Oh yeah, which I'm gonna Patreon. launch officially when I get home today. But you know the there's two tiers. There's a dollar tier. There's a five dollar tier. Uh, this is a good segue from Ted Bundy into Patreon. Mm-hmm. Check it out. I'm not gonna talk about it today. We'll talk about it next time. Uh, well, what we will talk about is um, Death Stalker. Uh, <laughs> Um, I texted you about this last night, but I started watching it uh, with Coops, my, my wife, if those of you at home haven't figured it out yet. Um, and she, she made like it. it huh? She didn't like it, huh? Yeah, she made it about 30 <laughs> minutes in. <laughs> maybe, maybe not even that. Um, she was out very shortly after our, our hero f- did his first uh, sexual assault. You mean so within like the first five minutes? Huh? <laughs> yeah. And she, uh, she started watching uh, 90 Day Fiance on the iPad instead, which is a less trashy form of entertainment (laughs) yeah um yeah i mean so we've we've been on a little like sword and sorcery (laughs) kick yeah this is our the end um, of our sword and sorcery retrospective we had a kind of middling beastmaster the highs of conan and now we got to show the other side of the conan (laughs) conan was so successful all these low budget studios wanted to get in on the action didn't roger didn't this movie come out before conan no, not Dust Soccer. Dust okay. Soccer is like uh, a few months after Conan. Like they seriously probably filmed it in like six months. <laughs> like I mean, from seeing Conan to it being uh, premiered, it was probably like six months. <laughs> that we gotta get this shit out because it's Ro- Roger Corman. Yeah, classic, yeah. Like fucking, here's some garbage. 
yeah, so uh, this is kind of what inspired us to watch Beastmaster and Conan. Right. As I mentioned, I was watching all these shitty old sword and sorcery, basically softcore porn films that came out in the 80s. And yeah, they were all riding on the back of Conan. And uh, Conan's a great movie. Deathstalker... Not so much. <laughs> no, no, no. But it is uh, right in that... It is, it is a movie. <laughs> right in that sweet spot where it's only like an hour and 15 minutes long. So you're like, all right, not too big of a commitment. <laughs> well, you can tell they cut some stuff, especially at the beginning, uh, to make an hour and 15 minutes. I don't know if they cut anything or if they just didn't shoot... Didn't film it. <laughs> they didn't, didn't shoot coverage. Didn't, uh, didn't make it off the page at all. Like... I think they're just kind of doing whatever. Yeah, I feel like maybe a lot of the editing happened uh, before they even shot. <laughs> you know what they say, great films are made in the edit. <laughs> and this movie's no different. I mean, that's, I guess that's the story of Star Wars. Is it? Yeah, the first one for sure. Uh, yeah, because George Lucas didn't know what he was doing. He's like, man, where, His are, wife the, did. Uh, where are the race cars? <laughs> oh, where's Harrison's work? I'm so uh, uh, but to talk about Deathstalkers and it's it, there's a lot of rape. Yeah, so you're basically an accessory <laughs> to rape by yeah. watching this film. Mm-hmm. So this will be the one film that um, I'm gonna recommend no one watches. Like it's on Amazon Prime, so you're technically not paying for it directly, but they're making money off of it somehow, and kind of feels shitty being like, yeah, go watch this. Uh, <laughs> Fucking movie that is the prime example of the, the abuse that women faced in independent film for a long time, and, and still face. Probably yeah. to be fair, yeah, I want to. I'll so, say probably, but I, I I'm ninety nine percent confident they still have a lot of the same problems. Yeah, it's just so brazen in this film. Mm-hmm. Shit, man, Roger Corman, uh, dude directed it. John Watson is what his name appears on the credits. His name's actually uh, James Bardalotti. Spardalotti. Spardalotti. Yeah, you know, like Sparos. Mm-hmm. Spardalotti. So you're telling me he's Italian. He's Italiano. That makes a lot of sense. Well, Italian American. <laughs> he's like one of Robert Corman's like protege sort of guys, but yeah, he yeah. ended up directing like this and some other shitty movie I haven't heard of. <laughs> uh, Howard Cohen, who wrote it though, he's famous for writing Death Stalker, some other barbarian movie Roger Corman made after Death Stalker, and the barbarians. A few episodes of Rainbow Bright and Care Bears. Yeah. So it seems you know, definitely the same wheelhouse, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, if you had said He-Man, it would have made sense. I, well, He-Man was actually quite a progressive idea. Uh, like the dude who came up with the the cartoon and the toy line and stuff. If you read about it, he had like a real like strong like humanitarian project. Like that he even created yeah, yeah. raw specifically. Right. For, you know. Um, there's a lot, a couple of scenes in here where I feel like they would have pulled directly from He-Man, but I'm pretty sure this movie and He-Man came out at almost exactly the same time. Yeah, it would be around the same time, because I think He-Man was based off Conan too, right? I think this movie came out in September of 83, and I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure He-Man debuted, debuted in September of 83. Mm-hmm. Like, they may have almost come out at exactly the same time. Fucking get that shit out, ride that Conan wave. <laughs> that sword and sorcery ray, wave? Rave? I'm not going to be able to talk today. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know what the problem is. It took too long to get these microphones yeah, I'm working. Uh, I'm out. The, I, um, the soundtrack in this movie is bad. <laughs> I like it. I feel but, like... Yeah, I, I like... It fits. It's right on the cusp of like turning over into being like, this is the greatest like cult film song. <laughs> it's uh, a really flat MIDI like synth trumpets. Mm-hmm. And so, it's interesting. It's I wrote uh, that this soundtrack, unlike Conan or Beastmaster, knows what movie it's in. <laughs> I, Conan's soundtrack is great for. There's parts that are great, and there's parts from like, what are you, what movie are you scoring here? We talked about this last uh, time. Just yeah. the, for me, it's just that one really triumphant music while Conan's Gladiator. entire like, no, his entire tribe is being slaughtered. It's oh. <laughs> like, get them boys. Do, do, do. Uh, not in this though. They, there's that one, uh, the consistent like three trumpet string or sting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time, like, wah, wah, wah. wow, that sucker. Oh, I like that Deathstalker doesn't have, like, a regular name. He's just Deathstalker. Deathstalker. <laughs> they didn't even come with, like, a weird fantasy name. I, I like that the hero in this movie is just called Deathstalker. Is he a hero? No, he's not. Yeah. He's a dickhole. Yeah. But, I mean, he's, we're supposed to think he's a hero, right? We're supposed to look up to this guy. I think he's supposed to be, like, a daring, swashbuckling, sort of Han Solo figure. Yeah. But he's just a dick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a dick is really actually putting it pretty nice. Yeah. Well... We'll get to I mean, like, I'm kind of a dick. This guy isn't straight up sexual assaulting, 
murdering asshole. <laughs> we'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're going to get to it. To it that... real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to talk about a uh, movie starts off. Um, this is definitely one of those movies where like, hey, you know, I got a couple hundred thousand dollars. I got my friends. Let's go out in the woods and just film some shit. <laughs> Like, just, uh, that's, how, that's how Adam Sandler makes movies except was, instead uh, of a hundred thousand dollars he's got a couple million dollars now well he's got like tons of millions of dollars yeah. Netflix is like here you go 50 million go make some shit but um this movie and several of the other like sword and sorcery bullshits that came in the 80s they're all filmed in Argentina for some reason I, I'm sure Argentina probably, probably threw, tax threw some money yeah or um maybe Nazis <laughs> the Nazis are involved somehow. Um, it is the eighties, and eh, no, no, no. no, they're all pretty old. By they're then. pretty old by then. Yeah, it's the cheapest set you've ever seen. <laughs> like just in the middle of the woods, there's guys jumping through a really short window. Like that's the opening scene, the mm-hmm. opening action. Uh, they all have really bad monsters. It's the Caveman makeup. Olympics, is what yeah, I wrote. They have monster makeup on for some reason. What's that about? It's the Caveman Olympics. There's uh, some high fantasy elements in this film that are not addressed at all. <laughs> like the, these cavemen there's people? There's monster guys. There's a pig man later on. Yeah. The, in, down in the cave, there's like a giant with a hammer. Well, it's kind of like Beastmaster and the bat people. Like, what's going on with them? Yeah, they were spooky, though. <laughs> these guys just all look ridiculous. They're like uh, Jim Henson cast-offs. Mm, like early cast-offs. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, we're not good enough for the Dark Crystal. <laughs> Uh, but we do eventually get to see Deathstalker. He's got a really good wig on. The whole <laughs> movie, all I can do is just like, look at that wig. Someone take you off. It's so such a fine head of hair he's got. Where, well, I mean, these cavemen are here to rescue a lady from some sort of sacrificial rape, it appears like. No, I think he's just a bandit who loves to rape. As okay, a shocker they, here, guys. When, when, when they're writing this script... Anytime they're like, all right, Deathstalker needs to come upon some blah, blah. Oh, how about a woman getting raped? <laughs> oh, yeah, there's going to be a scene that he's going to, you know, fight some bandits. What would the bandits be doing? Well, gonna oh, I know, they're going to rape a woman. So anytime they needed to come with an action scene or have him do anything daring or heroic, in air quotes, like, fucking, yeah, there's a woman there getting raped. Like, they just, everything's raped. There, um, the only thing that ever happens in this fantasy world is women get raped. The uh, the female lead in this movie, she will later go on to star in another Roger Corman sword and sorcery movie. Yeah, she's in the Barbarian one. Yeah, she's the queen, the Barbarian Queen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure that movie features her getting raped as part of the plot. As the hero. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting choice. I mean, well, I mean, again, we talked about this. Like, I feel like a good way to make, remake Death Wish is to have the, the woman getting raped go back and be the one to get revenge. But that's mm. a little bit different than... Uh, well, I don't think it's done uh, in the Barbarian movie to help the plot in any way. I'm guessing it's just so she's naked more. I don't know. We'll find out next year when we, when we uh, go yeah. through a Sword and Sorcerer <laughs> Retrospective Part 2. Yeah. We can watch... Beastmaster 2, Conan the Conqueror, Deathstalker 2, and then maybe we'll throw this one at the end. So that's something you guys are looking forward to uh, next year. Yeah, all these movies have sequels. Of course they do, Kyle. They don't cost anything to make. I think Deathstalker's actually, there's like, it goes all the way up to four or five. Yeah, there's a lot of Deathstalker movies. Not always with. There's a lot of death to stalk. He doesn't stalk much death. I'd say he's more like a woman stalker. Like, just a regular stalker? Like a Ted Bundy type figure? <laughs> he doesn't murder as many women as Ted Bundy does. No, I don't think he murders any women, does he? I don't think so. Not in this one. Maybe he's saving that for the sequel. I think the sequel... I know Deathstalker 2 is actually somehow more... More rapey? More trashy than this one, yeah. That's impressive. And it's not even the fun kind of trash. Well, it's fun. But you have to, like, look at it from the time period. It's in, like, the, the elements that went into this movie getting made... You're just like, what the fuck? This is so fucking weird. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, um, everything's ADR. They had like no live sound mixing. Um, I'm guessing a lot of the extras were Argentinian, maybe didn't speak English. Mm-hmm. Um, some so, of the, you can hear some accents in some of yeah, the. Yeah, some ADR. people overdubbed. I said here for you a stalker. Yeah, that's my Argentina. It's the cast and the production staff. They mostly have uh, Spanish and Italian names. So yeah, Argentinians most likely. Um, so yeah, uh, just that real classic, low budget, 80s, 70s, like bad ADR, like fucking Italian movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, basically, oh, yeah, he came in, off the monsters. 
the cavemen come up on the bandit rape, right? And they're like, oh, you for a second, like, oh, I guess these cavemen are going to save this lady. But nope. They're going to rape her. They want to rape her, too. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> so the cavemen chase the bandit, and, and the Deathstalker pops out of nowhere. And they're like, oh, shit, our fight's not with this tall man and this fine head of hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they run off, and the bandit's like, oh, thanks for saving me. I got all this stuff. Uh, we can share it, and we can share this woman, too. But Deathstalker doesn't share. He's like, mm, I don't think so. I will take it. I'll take it all. And he kills that bandit man. Mm-hmm. Who presume we don't know what his crimes are. Uh, I mean, because, yeah, they're bad enough, yeah, man. Yeah, all right. Mind. Never mind. He was going to rape. <laughs> we don't know what his crimes are. Oh, wait. Never mind. Oh, we know some of his crimes. We know the crime that matters, really. <laughs> Like that's a death sentence. Yeah, I mean, you can be he can be a bandit and even to feed his starving children, but you know he's when he's also he, raping, he's also so. doing some raping. So, so you gotta die. Sorry, sorry, Brett Kavanaugh. Damn, that, I just made a threat on a political. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Supreme Court justice. Good job. Nice. Oh yeah, my no. You didn't make a threat. You're just saying, you know, I'm, I'm just it's a crime worthy of death. I'm kind of just telling him how. I don't know, know if I believe in the death penalty, but well, it's a whole other podcast. I do for certain crimes, but I guess we don't need to talk about that on this <laughs> Death Soccer podcast. I also think it's okay to murder sometimes, justifiable homicide. What? Yeah. Self defense. Yeah, and other vengeance related crimes. Vengeance like, related crimes, like um, <laughs> yeah, sexual assault, rape, child abuse, stuff like that. Sometimes frontier justice is the best kind of justice. As we'll see in Death Stock. Yeah, but I have, uh, I don't know, confused ethics, I guess. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, he's the hero, and he's like, um, let me set you free, and then address you, and then start assaulting you. Yeah. Uh, and so, all of his assaults in this movie are kind of lampshaded like they often are in 80s action movies and stuff where oh he's such a strong yeah that's exactly what it is that the women are into it so it's oh it's not quite rape but it's like i mean she was just almost raped by a caveman and a bandit i don't think she wants to have sex with anybody at least i don't imagine as myself i don't imagine i would want to have sex with somebody at that situation but i mean it's the death stalker so what are you gonna do yeah, I mean, he's, he's got you. You you gotta when he says it's time to do it, you gotta want to do it. Yeah, he's just a really powerful guy. So you've powerful, seen that set of hair. Yeah, when a powerful guy comes around, you have to do what they want, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, powerful guy. Mm-hmm. So he um, can't blame him. It's not his fault. He's just, <laughs> he's just a real sexy, powerful guy, and he deserves to get what he wants, <laughs> no matter what, right? He, Roger Corman is, is the gotta be the weirdest fucking dude. He seems like a crazy person. That's a lot of people that make these movies are. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the type of people that I love to like sit down and talk to, and, and then, then never talk to probably again. Probably never talk to him again. John Waters is different though. I think John Waters could be like my best friend. <laughs> I love John Waters. Oh, we we're watching the John Waters movies next. Okay. Um, there's a lot of wisecracking uh, from this barbarian. I guess it's not good. Wise cracking. He's trying to crack wise, but he mostly just comes off like, um, you know, like when you take your first year philosophy class, and there's the one kid in there who thinks he's like he got it all together, and he's just really just comes off as kind of smarmy and, um, <laughs> you know, uh, like an incel. <laughs> the my notes say our hero, the rapey swarmy barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> what a hero. Uh, old, some old man shows up. Yeah, he's <laughs> the king. Like, who are you? He's the former king. Not the guy. Well, the, the guy who comes and stops him from doing his rape. Oh. He's like, tell me your name. Come with me. He's like, wait for me outside, old man. Yeah, like, I'll be there in a second. Sorry, I can't rape you today. I got <laughs> things to do. And yeah, it's a beggar king. It's basically the Conan setup again. Yeah, sort he's, of. He's like, you took my daughter. I used to be king. He doesn't have rubies and shit, though. Yeah, well, I mean, the whole Conan setup, though, is like, the dude is still king. Mm-hmm. It's just of a different kingdom. This guy, I, the plot makes no sense. The story makes no sense. The, the, oh, yeah, because they're immediately going to put in another, like, goal. Yeah. In just a moment. Like, this king part didn't need to be in the movie at all, I don't think. No, just so they have another sexy lady for him to get sexy with. <laughs> so he, he's like, oh, I'm not going to do that because people die and I want to live. Yeah, he's like, that sounds like a joke. I ain't gonna kill 
no stupid magician named Munkar or something. <laughs> Monkey. <laughs> Munkar. He's the best wizard that ever lived. He's got a tattoo that changes the size of his face. <laughs> Not because of inconsistency errors, but because of magic. <laughs> magic. Speaking of his daughter, it's time for a hot tub scene. Oh, yeah. This is like the, the harem. Mon- first orgy scene. Yeah, Munkar's got a harem. And uh, it's like, here, you get in here. you got to use... The princess in the harem. Yeah, and so his daughter's in the harem for some reason. Well, I mean, for obvious reasons. <laughs> She's like, this is bullshit. I don't want to be here. You know, as you would. Yeah. And then the guard uh, throws her into like a pile of beanbag chairs. Mm-hmm. And it knocks her out. They're like knockout beanbags. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're, we're not going to see her again for a while. But what we... <laughs> and this is where the editing, like really starts to break down. Like, you know they did not get any coverage. They start doing the weirdest cuts. <laughs> so, um, cut to the magician lady fighting some random people. A guy named Kang. Yeah, uh, I wrote as Krang, but I... Oh. <laughs> Krang, we are Krang. Uh, she's got a stick that she turns into a snake and puts it on him. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, fuck this. He's got a magic amulet that turns him into a snake. And he slithers away. And she's like, don't get the amulet. Deathstalker, get it. <laughs> and he doesn't somehow. The snake grabs him. <laughs> well, I mean, also Deathstalker, like the whole setup here, like Deathstalker's just running through the forest and then he sees some people fighting the witch lady. Oh, he, it seems like he knows the witch. So yeah, he's but he's going to visit. Yeah, and it just happens to be, and then he fights some people and then he goes back to the witch lady who had the other magician man tied up mm-hmm. and then he transforms and then she's like, you got to get like a sword and there's like three elements. Oh yeah, it's we're like, gonna do some some Legend of Zelda, Zelda shit right here. Yeah, it's like a five minute exposition dump. It's like this is everything we came up with, but none of it makes sense. No, it's all pretty bad. But hey, you know what? You know what it's all about. She's like, go get that sword. Uh, luckily, it's like it's, it seems like she's, it's just right over here. It's right, over there. <laughs> it's right in that hole. There's some trolls. There's a ghoulie in there. Yeah. That dude looks like a ghoulie. The big one? A no, ghoulie? the little the one in the robes. The one that turns into a man? Turns into an old um, the man that looks a bit like... Uh, um, when I f- he first turns back into old man, I was like, damn, is that Anthony Bourdain? <laughs> <laughs> is that Tony? But yeah, there's a ghoulie in this cave. He's got a sword. He's First of all, first off, he's like, I ain't got shit for you, son. I don't know why he came to my cave. But then immediately he's like... Oh, here's a sword. Because a big monster, a big doofus shows up. Yeah, and he's like, you got him. Guy. Get him. Um, yeah, they have a really shitty fight. He, like, pokes him in the belly with the hilt of his magic sword. And the big old doofus is like, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like, who the fuck was that guy? Was he <laughs> no. in the cave, too, or what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> My note's just like, LOL, what? <laughs> <laughs> that, you could, that could just be your note for the entire movie. Yeah, it's crazy. I've watched this movie twice now in like a month. I think. <laughs> Got a real, I've gotten quite a fix of Death Sucker. Oh, yeah. And my next note says, Ah, oh, Tony Bourdain. Because he leads the, the ghoulie out as a child for some reason. Yeah, like this whole sequence. What what movie did they think they're filming? Like, there's some weird like wisecracks going on. There's some cute puppet work. There's children... Yeah, for a second it's turning into like a Jim Henson movie. Yeah, it is like a children's a little, movie. Uh, a little dark crystal <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, because the uh, ghoulie's like, oh, I'm under this spell. Only a boy who's not a boy can lead me out. Here, use the sword to turn yourself into a boy. <laughs> and who's a boy that's not a boy? A rapist. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um. Yeah, so then he leads him out as a little boy. He gets outside. He falls in some water. He turns into Anthony Bourdain. He's the once a handsome hero like uh, our friend Deathstalker. Mm-hmm. So and we can get to see what Deathstalker's like, going to turn into. Clowns on him. He's like, handsome and daring, huh? Hmm. Like, dude's not that unattractive. He's just an older man. <laughs> 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 like, I think a lot of people think Anthony Bourdain is handsome. <laughs> Time makes fools of us all, Deathstalker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a dickhead he is. Oh, I see your, uh, your fucking traps aren't as big as mine, huh? You old man. And the old man's his name is Samaron. I wrote it down in my notes as Sam or Ron. <laughs> Sam or Ron. Um, yeah, and then uh, cut to some other like eighties 
beefcake, except for he looks like he... Lay. Oh, no, he's just a skinny boy. Yes, uh, this is Beastmaster. Yeah. Um, and uh, can you guess what's going on? No, there's like some sort of rape sexual assault, I believe. Yeah, uh, what's going on is there's another group of bandits trying to do another rape. And I was like, oh, fuck, is this... Deathstalker, did he change his clothes? Oh, no. And his hairstyle? Yeah, this is brown hair, skinnier Deathstalker. Because they both look like bland-ass white dudes. And they um, act like bland-ass white mm, dudes. They're kind of puke skywalker too, like Beastmaster, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> Especially the brown-haired guy. He looks a little bit like... He, he's a little more pukey. Yeah, a little puke skywalker Yeah, so he's trying to stop the rape, but he's not as good... At, Deathstalker as Deathstalker is. Well, Deathstalker now has a, a sword that makes him invincible. Yeah, so like he can't die when he has the sword or something. When he's holding it. They prevent the rape. They kill some bandits. This time, they do not continue perpetuating the sexual assault. Yeah, they don't. They don't rape this woman. Yep. She just goes back to her yeah, son, she, I think. Her son crawls out of the hut and is like, Oh, I'm so glad that they didn't rape both of us. Because <laughs> you know, that was on the shopping list. <laughs> they had to cut that That soon. was on the itinerary. Uh, so uh, now Beastmaster, Beastmaster, <laughs> Deathstalker, and uh, oh yeah, now they find out there's a tournament. Yeah, they're who, friends now, right? Yeah, who's gonna be the heir of Munkar? And there's and, a tournament. So Munkar is this super powerful wizard. Uh, Deathstalker mentioned like he can't die, all sorts of shit. Um, but apparently now he needs an heir, and the way this super powerful learned magician is going to determine his heir is he's going to get all the strongest beefiest guys from all in the land to fight each other to the death with big sticks and swords and shit <laughs> and that's how he's going to find his new heir obviously it makes that makes a sense. lot of sense <laughs> well i mean as you find out later in the movie his plan is to uh have them kill each other and then whoever the winner is he's just going to kill them and, yeah, and remain way. Munkar the magnificent yeah that way no one can stop him which, I mean... Also makes no sense. I'm, it makes much more sense than the tournament. Yeah, but it, not a lot, it still doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't know. I just feel like a lot of those guys should have been like, the fuck? No, he's going to like... They don't seem like big thinkers, these yeah, men. He's going to invite us there and we're going to get experimented on or some shit. I'm not <laughs> doing it. But yeah, they're going to travel together. And my note here is just like, yep, just two cool guys having some fun with an older gentleman. Because <laughs> Samoran is there. Yeah, it's a bit like... Uh, Damn, was a Dennis Hopper movie, Motorcycle One, you know. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> Born to be Wild. Yeah. No, that's not it. Is it? Born to be Wild? No, I don't remember what it's called. Damn. I can't remember it either. But it's got, like, uh, Jack It's really Nicholson's famous. It. Yeah, Jack Nicholson's in it. Yeah, it's kind of reminded me of that. I was like, maybe we're maybe take an interesting turn. Nope. They're going to do psychedelics <laughs> and just do motorcycle crime. <laughs> Easy Rider. Easy Rider, yep. <laughs> Fuck. It's nighttime now. And the tough lady shows up. She's, well, there's someone creeping around the camp. Yeah. And I'm, she's got no shirt on. She's got a breast harness on, all right? She's got them titties harnessed in. Okay. <laughs> That's definitely like... um, um My ex-girlfriend had a harness like that, but it was used for like photo shoots uh-huh. that were specifically meant, you know, as erotica, like for suicide girls and shit. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you're just really supposed to wear them as, you know, like, armor. Your only form of clothing? Yeah. She's was, got that in a cloak. Mm-hmm. It was really weird. <laughs> that popped out. I'm like, what the fuck? It was really weird character design. I think they just wanted some more titties. Yo, yeah? Yeah. No, not this movie. I think that's what it was. Uh, for a second, I was like, that's pretty cool. But then I was like, no, it's not that cool. No. It's pretty bad. Because she's supposed to be like this tough, badass warrior. Why is she wearing no clothing? Of course, well, I mean, Deathstalker people... didn't either. But Yeah, and then I mean, historically there were people that basically fought naked. But it, it just... I don't. I feel like, he, like the big, tough warrior on his way to a tournament or on her way to a tournament uh, to fight other big, tough warriors is not going to be the one fighting naked. Well, this is the thing is it's more exploitation than yeah. I mean, there's no way you can argue that they didn't do it just so she had. It oh no, let me argue time. that there's some artistic merit for the reason her tits were out. I'd love to. hear It's it. important to the story. I'd it shows her to hear. her brave nature. I mean, I uh, honestly, I don't know. I can't even think of a fake ass reason. In my opinion, there is artistic merit to erotica, rock cinema, different things like that. <laughs> this isn't erotica. The, yeah, the way this is just exploitation, you know. Yeah, but <laughs> she's here now. Uh, Deathstalker is really into her. Yeah, because he saw that she had exposed breasts. Yeah, he's just into anything. Yeah, my note here says, "Oh, breaststalker." 
but uh, Samaron is going to do some peeping as they get it on. Get it on. Oh, yeah. This is another scene where, like, he basically wakes her up by already being on top of her. Like, this is happening, bitch. And she's like, oh, it's okay. I'm into it because you're the sucker. Just, oh, the, okay, the implied consent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes it okay. Movie, great job. Oh, <laughs> uh, they cut to a uh, monk. I mean, a there is a point where he straight up ways it rapes somebody. Even there's no implied consent, but we'll, yeah, we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah. It'll happen. Well, that, I, that seems interesting because of like, the other things going on. <laughs> um, but, uh,. They do cut to Munkar for a little bit, and uh, one of his henchmen's like, Deathstalker is coming to the tournament. And it's like, what? Is Deathstalker supposed to be famous? Like, they didn't establish this at all. Like, Well, Deathstalker's after the three elemental forces, and he ha- and Munkar has two of them. And Munkar yeah, wants the Monkar sword or some that, shit. Does he? I think he knows he has a sword. Oh. Oh, word, because his, his friend is actually a spy. Yeah. And plus Kang is his, his his dude too. Yeah, but he just comes up to him and he's like, Deathstalker's coming. And it's like, who the fuck's Deathstalker? <laughs> oh, he's doing the sword. His you know, Deathstalker? The guy with the hair. <laughs> his name's Deathstalker? Really? What's his real name? I don't, I don't know. know. I think it's Pete. Breaststalker. Uh, next scene there. Monkar, just... I'll say that Monkar looks like um, the bad guy that you'll see in like Mortal Kombat 27. He looks like the director's brother. <laughs> you be in the movie with this weird snake spider tattoo. And it's mostly on the just left grow side. Grow goatee. But sometimes it's going to be on the right side of your face because we forgot. Uh, next scene, it's just a bunch of people stealing women in the city. This g- giant, medieval, wonderful, beautiful medieval city they set they designed. <laughs> it's got to be like 10 by 20 feet. They got some steps and a wall. They fucking did it. And the amazing castle that Munkar lives in that appears to just be, like, one living room. <laughs> I made notes, like, every time I saw breasts in this movie because it came became so apparent. And to the point where I, just to amuse myself, I just started listing other names for the bosoms as I... I don't even know you bother. It's like every other scene. Yeah, it was like Jubilees, Tits, <laughs> Gazangas, Hooters. This next scene is uh, Brett Kavanaugh's frat. <laughs> and I'm still after you, Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> I don't forget. Yeah, so it's yeah, it really is just like uh, big tough guys are here for the tournament. Uh, they want to. Ra- they want some. Bo- they want some raping going. They try to get that booty, yeah. and they're like, "No means yes." <laughs> when you are strong. They got some mud wrestling. Yep. And a big guy mud wrestles. He's he's mud wrestling a lady. Mm-hmm, two ladies. Oh. He's a big fella. He comes back later, like heroically. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that Roger Corman had like a kind of a hard on for this dude. He's, he's pretty big. He looked like a pro wrestler. <laughs> um. Yeah. There's this is where the pig face guy is at, and he yeah, pretty, he is like a pig human, I think. You know what I mean? He's not wearing like a pig mask. No, oh, yeah, I don't know. He's got he's got a pig head. Yeah, he's a pig monster man. He's a pig man. That's in my notes. He's a pig man. Yeah, no one really. I guess people are just used to it, right? Yeah, but I first see him, my notes are, oh, oh shit, it's a pig man. And then we uh, we see that uh, the female character does actually have like a bra that yeah, she can cover scene, herself up with. Yeah, I'm guessing so she didn't have to be on set like a whole day in front of like tons and tons of people with their breasts up. Oh, it's okay for all the other extras that have to deal with it? Correct. Because um, Roger Corman didn't want to work with them again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, you know, it's a uh, class struggle. Although, I mean, her upper class problems are still pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, it's not great to be an upper class woman, but it's better than being um. Lower class or a woman of color. The uh, secret Melkor spy, Munkar, that's friends with Deathstalker. There's a weird cut where he, like, cheers. He's like, Munkar's like, ah, everything's for killing and raping and stuff. And he's like, oh, cheers. Oh, yeah, I feel that. Oh, cheers, Munkar. <laughs> oh, cheers, Munkar. And then the big guy's like, I'm going to do it for evil. Well, the Munkar's, yeah, <laughs> it's for good or for evil. He's like, for evil. And that's the guy that comes back later as a hero. And then, uh, <laughs> he's like, uh, so he, he gives like a shitty speech about whatever. Yeah, here's my new wife. Yeah, no, no. He says, here's my new, new prize. And he's, he's basically just like, here, everyone check it out. Some lady. Like they, no one really has any context for who this person is. Yeah, except for Deathstalker it. and apparently his lady at this point. I think she just is like, man, I'm tired of seeing women getting raped. <laughs> well, she's not helping any of the other ladies that are getting raped. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, so maybe she, that's her See, again, she's the upper class women stick together. Yeah, you're right. This goddamn country. <laughs> this goddamn world of ours ain't nothing but a goddamn human stain. I, I, I gotta be honest, the, when they, the monker's like, yes, you pig man, you can rape this woman. I'm like, oh, please, I don't want to see a pig man rape. I didn't want, ooh. I was not prepared. Yeah, but luckily, um. <laughs> oh, God, no, yes, a brawl. <laughs> yeah, all hell breaks loose. There's people swinging from the chandeliers. Um, everyone's getting thrown in the mud. Uh, butt cheeks are everywhere. Like, you see so many running in the 90s but, or 80s butt cheeks. You just can't can't even believe what's going on. There's right. a lot of uh, really clumsy action, like people just punching each other. Like, man, they're drunk in the upper back. You know, you know, you do like one of those big overhand swings. Yeah, I watch wrestling. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, it's so devastating. You punch them in that really strong muscle. Um, <laughs> legit though, uh, uh, fucking Deathstalker takes like this big shoulder tackle from some dude, and legit like just like hip tosses him. I was like, damn. He's pretty strong. Like, <laughs> like, the dude straight like jumps into him. I was like, oh. Uh, but he does he does a little rescue. Now right? his lady does a little rescue, and he and he's like, all right, I guess. All right. He's like, oh, I want to see the pig man rape that woman. Yeah, it would have been pretty sweet. Yeah, so that he does like set her free, kind of. Um, he's kicking dudes all over the place. Like dudes that aren't even attacking him, they're involved in like other little spats. Yeah, it's a it's a brawl, yeah, man. You got you got to get your hit, them. your kicks in when you can. He's kicking them over and stuff. Um, Monkar has to stop everything though, because he's like, oh wait, you can't like actually take this lady. Yeah. He's like, what are you going with that? He's like, you know, we're just hanging out there for the night, getting wild for the night, fuck being polite. One hundred and ten percent, I believe that. I believe that's what his plan was. I don't think he was even going to rescue her at all. No, he was like, no, I want those two other shits so I can rape everyone. <laughs> yeah, rape the whole goddamn world. And two other special magic shits. Oh, <laughs> fucking! Uh, the, the best part is the pig man uh, hurts his fist punching one of the dudes. So he rips off another dude's hand to beat the dude. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was pretty good. I thought it was funny because there's literally, like, I felt like people were going out of the way not to kill each other, and then the pig man's like, I'm just gonna rip the arm off. Yeah, they have different rules in his culture. Yeah. Magic laugh! Ha 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 ha! Oh yeah, he's like, oh, she'll come by later tonight. <laughs> no, Monkar, please don't change me into a woman. I'm too soft and tender. <laughs> I like the part. It's where... gone, my peepers. <laughs> yeah, we... My wiener's gone. Oh heavens! Yeah. <laughs> what a dastardly. I've got an out when I used to have an outie. <laughs> what a dastardly plan. Yeah, so uh, Monkar turns one of his henchmen into the princess lady. Yeah. Um, he's like, all right, you go really hang out with scene. the Deathstalker. <laughs> and he's like, all right, go kill Deathstalker. And this is how I know right away the Deathstalker was not planning to to free this woman. Because as soon as the fake princess is in the chamber, he's like, all right, let me see that booty. I'm going to stick it in from the back. Yeah, like he's like, all right, cool, thanks for coming. This is what we're here for, right? <laughs> and yeah, um, I noticed that sexual assault breaks the spell. Because he's really trying to rape her. And he's like, "Who are you?" Yeah, come well, on. He's like, "I'll really? rape it out of you." <laughs> and then the dude's, the man's voice comes through. And he's like, "No, no." And this like, he's like, "Ugh, get out of here." <laughs> what are you? <laughs> yeah, but after he's basically done it for five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> this seems so fucking weird. Just and all the, the so the changing sexes, and then I don't. Know, it's so <laughs> she tries to kill him, and he's like, "I don't care. I'm still gonna rape you." <laughs> and then he's like, "You're acting really weird. Let's get this rape over with." <laughs> And then, uh, he's like, I I don't believe you're really a princess. Let me let me interrogate you with my penis. Yeah, <laughs> that's like in uh, Life Force. <laughs> yeah, he beats up that woman to interrogate. Her. She's a masochist. She loves it. <laughs> it's a little bit worse than Life Force. <laughs> and then okay, the I wish I'd written down the barbarian woman's name. She come the princess comes out. Barbarian woman's like, oh man, you were raped by Deathstalker. Let's get you out of here. I'm here to rescue you. Mm-hmm. Puts under her cloak. She's got her titties out again. Yeah, it's because you know, there's no one else on the set. Right, yeah, it's a small set today. Um, he turns back into a woman, and they have the worst sword fight. Oh, he turns back into a man, you mean? I mean, yeah. And he at that one point, he's like, oh, I don't want to spoil your flesh. So basically, he just got done being raped by Deathstalker, and he's like, now I'm going to rape this bitch. Having experienced it myself, I loved it. <laughs> I know that all women also love it. It was an enjoyable experience. Mm, I love that Deathstalker. I'm going to suck on his pee-pee. Oh, uh, no, I'm stabbed by a sword. 
Yeah, they have a shitty sword fight. She kills him, but she, she got wounded. And she dies. She dies in Deathstalker's arms. <laughs> right before she gets to tell him that he had sex with a man. Yeah. Deathstalker. <laughs> it was a man. Disguise the princess. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> I also like that she just rescued the princess coming out of Deathstalker's lair. Yeah. And she's like, well, I'm dying now. I guess I'll still want to hang out with Deathstalker. <laughs> Even though he's kind of a shithole rapist. Yeah. I mean, he's just the coolest guy ever. That's why women love him so much. She's like, I hope he'll bang me one last time. Yeah, she dies. Now there's a fight montage. Yeah, it's a tournament has started. Yeah, it's just a bunch of big dudes hitting each other with shit. Uh, one dude's got a giant hammer. He smushes another person straight up into juice. <laughs> the, you show him and there's like not any body left. It's just There's like some... Yeah, there's like... Uh, and skin juice. And, and juice. For some reason, Deathstalker doesn't fight on this day. Yeah, we don't see... He's, he's all just, dressed up and ready to fight. Yeah, they just don't show it. He's there. He just doesn't fight. My note says, oh yeah, the old guy exists. <laughs> he's back now. It's yeah. been like half an hour since we've seen him. He was at that like orgy. Yeah, well he, he gets chased... And he falls down the, the tunnel into the... Or yeah, into the harem. Into the harem. He's like yeah. the luckiest of troll men. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, ladies. And they're like, oh, what's up? Yeah, well, I, I, we're supposed to assume some sort of kinship forms between him and the ladies. Because well, they hide him, right? And yeah, at and the they end, they help... Formulate a plan to revolution, escape. yeah. But we don't actually see that. We're supposed to see that, assume it, I believe. Yeah, um, so Betrayal, uh, Death Stalker, Light. Yeah, map. it... Puke Skywalker is actually not friends with Deathstalker. He works for Monkar. And he's going to go wrestle him. They're going to do some bro wrestling. they got to get all oiled up and ready. Yeah, so they he's um got a little bit of honor. Because he had the opportunity to just grab the sword and kill Deathstalker. But he's like, nope, we got to punch it out. <laughs> yep. And Which was a bad move because he gets his neck broke. He goes to sleep. Oh, and the harem um, lady that loved him sees it. And she's like, no. Oh, I guess I love Deathstalker now. <laughs> Deathstalker, take me. I'm so sad. <laughs> um, interesting, though. The Deathstalker light. We don't ever see him commit any sexual assaults. That's true. And then maybe he's our real hero. Yep. He just actually seemed to really like the company of that one harem lady. <laughs> and they seemed to be building a relationship. <laughs> Deathstalker came and killed him. And I know he groped her before he left. <laughs> I know it. I fucking know it. So, yeah, we're falling around the wrong guy. This movie's weird. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, this guy is working for the evil magician who keeps a harem of women and was going to let a pig man rape a woman, so... Yeah, that's true. I guess he'll do anything for coin. Ruthless. Savage ruthless. <laughs> oh, during this fight scene, there's a lot of those cool, like, um, POV camera shots where you're, they're punching at the camera. Because you know they couldn't film the action very well. <laughs> Fucking hate that shit. Oh, the sound mix is terrible, too. I, I don't know. Do I even bother complaining about the sound mix in this movie? Good point. The lighting's terrible. The sound mix is terrible. The camera angles are terrible. The editing is terrible. Most of the shot choices are terrible. The story's terrible. The plot's terrible. Those are two different things. Yep, but it's only an hour and 15 minutes. And you're like... This is so incompetent and weird. <laughs> Let's make four more of them. Yeah. I mean, I think it made like hella money. So Man, people that fucking fun, weird. I, just they, a, just Kavanaugh saw this movie at least three times. Well, that's the thing is they spent like maybe like $200,000 to make it. And I bet it made like millions of dollars mm-hmm. just because of all the hype for this type of shit at the time. And that's how Roger Corman... Made millions. Oh, he kills Bacon Man, big guy. That yeah, well, it's a, they're down to the final fight of the tournament, and mm. shock and awe, it's Deathstalker and Pigman. Um, and you know, as long as Deathstalker has his sword, he can't be beaten. But at one point, Pigman gets him like a bear hug, and he drops his sword. Mm. And then Monkar's like, "Now you will see what he's like without his unbeatable sword." And he still manages to kill the Pigman. Yeah, because he's Deathstalker, he's still pretty good. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna eat some bacon. And, um, so Deathstalker wins, I guess? He won the tournament? Yeah, I think he won the tournament. My notes get really bad here, because I was, uh, not paying too much attention to the movie. I was, like, really zoning out, thinking about, like, what I was gonna have for dinner, <laughs> uh, interaction I had at work on Friday. <laughs> I, there's a lot of times um, I was, like, in and out of this movie. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about dumb shit that I normally don't think about at all. <laughs> Your brain is like, hey, give me anything, give me anything. <laughs> Uh, there's an anticlimactic wizard fight with Kang. Or Krang. Oh Kang yeah, Krang. Kang comes back. He fucking the whole movie. It <laughs> was a snake. It took him a long time to get back as a snake. <laughs> that shit's so funny. 
Oh, and the harem escapes. Yeah, and that's... stab up the guards. Oh, and the giant guy from before who said... He was part of the tournament, so he should be dead if there's just... Yeah, he said he was going to do it for evil. But then he's like, actually, I'm doing it for the people. And he bursts in and he throws like this wry smile. (laughs) Maybe this is the guy we should have followed around the entire time. What was he up to? Yeah. He wasn't participating in the tournament. He probably wasn't evil. (laughs) Yeah, he's... Man, he was like like undercover trying to rescue all the harem. That's what I like, think. He was like the Batman of Deathstalker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't. What at one point Deathstalker's like just cutting through like uh, Munkar and Death have a little like wizard fight kind of. Oh, we just cutting down Halloween decorations. Yeah, and they cut down those balloon men. <laughs> <laughs> There's one part in this fight that's really interesting to me when um they first start to start start to show all those doubles, and they're spaced out so you can't. Tell exactly that it's just other weird looking white guys. Yeah, I also think they've but, panned around so that he can run real yeah, quick. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's my favorite part because there's one where he's in frame, like close up, and it starts to pan around to the other guys, and it's got to only be like a 15 second pan, but then he shows up like at the end of it, and so you know he just totally ran around the camera, and he's like, <gasps> then look, alright, stop and look real intimidating. I'm Ungar. I'm the best. Uh, yeah, they have a really shitty fucking wizard fight. I zoned out for a while, and then, uh... There was fires? No, like, he, he summoned his sword to him, and I was like, flying sword? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, when did he get that power? And then the witch shows up again, he's like, Death Stalker! It's uh, in your mind! Oh, yeah, because his sword's too hot. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, oh, no, never mind. <laughs> yeah. So this guy's magic sucks. Doesn't actually do anything. It's an illusion. Yeah, in the end, basically, they well, draw. I guess that's what magic is. These are illusions, Michael. <laughs> illusions. And they draw on Quarter Monkar. Oh, they he gets Mussolini treatment. Mm-hmm. That's Stalker's like, I'm not gonna kill you, but the people will. Oh, Mussolini drove through the streets. The end. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It just cuts to him. Um, like a little sword graphic is next to him, and it's like that sucker. And then it does those horns things. And fucking that was it, man. Quickest episode of Space Force ever. This is really what I originally intended the podcast to be. Was be watching trash like this, <laughs> not watch good movies. No, I, I mean Beastmaster wasn't. I mean, I, well, the, we can, varying levels of it. I'm talking trash cinema. This is this is like the trash of the trash. This is uh, Sleepaway Camp style trash i oh, mean even sleepaway camp had a little bit more like class than this movie yeah that's probably true yeah it's me um i mean i i've seen most of the movies we watched this sleepaway camp i haven't seen life force i haven't seen but this is a rough one yeah it's got a uh, some major issues with it <laughs> uh usually um so that's the thing is i really like trash films that are on the production caliber of this movie but they're usually not as mean as this movie. You know what I mean? This movie is so, like, heartless. Yeah, I hate everybody in this movie. Yeah. I, I know they're trying to make him, like, a swashbuckling Han Solo type character. But he's just, like, so... Fuck, he's evil. The sucker's evil. He's <laughs> he, he's, yeah, it seems like he wants to get the, the three elements and become king of the world and just go around raping people. Yeah, that's what he's about. Because that's all we see him do. What movie are we watching next? Um, trying to see what John Waters' output in the 80s was, and there's not too many options. If you're willing to go all the way to 1990, we can watch one of my favorite movies of all time. Directed by John Waters, starring Johnny Depp. Fuck, <laughs> Crybaby? Fucking Crybaby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I watched Crybaby. Hell yeah. I haven't watched it in years. I'm a king. King Crybaby. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. <laughs> I well I okay so Sally Jesse Raphael yeah I really love John Waters I really love Rockabilly and um I really love Johnny oh no wait <laughs> Johnny Depp was cool when he's young I think now nah he's, I bet he's probably always kind of a dickhead huh mm-hmm. I don't think people I just think you know when you get older and have enough money it allows you to be more of a dickhead I guess he made better choices in films when he was younger well he didn't have to he he was hungrier right yeah. Now he has to pay for that mortgage in his house in France. And his expensive wine collections. Oh yeah, collections. remember when they were talking about how much money he spent every year? It was ridiculous. Yeah, when the divorce proceedings were going through or whatever. Jesus Christ, Johnny Depp, you crazy. Yeah. Alright, yeah, we're watching Crybaby next. This is going to be hella fun. 
All right, well, go to McVentureProductions.com. We got a Patreon. Uh, I'll put a link up on there. You can see me uh, streaming every Monday through Friday. Uh, and uh, I've already finished Resident Evil 2, which is like the first video game that I played by myself in years. Whoa. I don't ever stream. You can catch me at work Monday through Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I'm going to get a Twitter soon, though. You're, uh, you're, I'm sure your Twitter handle's already been stolen. Oh, maybe, yeah, at this point, probably. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other stuff I can do. Like, I'd be down to stream at night, but um, not playing video games. So if anyone is interested in uh, fucking trolling the internet with me on Twitch, I could do that. Yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because um, I don't know. I don't ever feel like I have time to commit to video games that when I get off work. I don't know how to help you with that one. <laughs> I just need to have you guys go to the Patreon <laughs> and help. Help me. <laughs> help me escape. There's a, there's a dollar tier and a $5 tier. I need it. Just give me a couple $1, a couple $5. Just get me out of the job. It's killing me. Sometimes on Fridays, my friend's like, hey, you want to go to the bar and get some work juice? And I'm like, yeah, I need work juice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, on that uh, lighthearted but actually grim note, <laughs> thanks for listening to Space Force. We'll see you next time for Crybaby. Hit us up on Twitch. Um, go to Patreon. McVentureProductions.com. YouTube, yeah. Twitter, Twitches, Instagrams. We're, man, we're out there. We're, we got, we're, we're a mass communicator. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Fucking thanks. <laughs>